This is the EP Growth Podcast from Hunter Rehabilitation and Health. We are here to grow the exercise physiology profession through supporting the professional and personal growth of young EPs in the industry. Hello and welcome back to the EP Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McAfee, the Director of Hunter Rehabilitation and Health. And special episode today, I'm joined by uh, exercise physiologist at Hunter Rehab and Health, Sam Johansson. G'day, Sam. How are you going, mate? Great. Thanks, Ryan. It's um, great to be here and great to finally be on the podcast. <laughs> awesome, mate. Yeah, I know it's been a it's been uh, quite some time. I've been wanting to get you on the podcast for, for quite a while now. And um, the reason I wanted to get you on the podcast was to provide um, a lot of value out to the listeners out yeah. there and just a little bit of a peel back of the curtains of, of what it actually looks like from transitioning to from university into private practice, um, everything that you've learned. And, and I think sharing your story will probably be one of the most valuable podcasts that, that I've got out there. So really looking forward to, to today, mate. And um, yeah, we can get stuck into it. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm super excited. And um, yeah, if I can share a few um, a few little gems of my uh, path along the way, then I'm happy to do it. Excellent. Awesome, mate. Well, let's uh, let's dive straight in. So uh, first question, I guess, why did you why did you want to become an EP in the first place? Where was that motivation? So it started off uh, quite early at, at high school. I was just really interested in sort of the um, the health profession, but I was um, quite 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 sporty at school. So that was sort of tying the two together. And when I found um, EP as a as a degree, that sort of really stood out to me and. It seemed like a degree that I that I'd be able to do and, and really make a difference and, and help a lot of people and that's what I um, really wanted to do um, as a profession is is help people and, and help people to achieve their goals and um, whatever that might be. So when I found EP, I thought, yep, that's the that's the degree for me. Awesome, mate. Um, tell us, yeah, tell us about the experience of when we first met or when, when you first, uh, yeah, you first started your placement experience, you obviously did your placement, uh, with Hunter Rehab and, um, yeah, my memory is not too, too good, but yeah, what's, what's your memories, <laughs> your, what's your memories of, um, your placement here and, and meeting me and meet, meeting the team. Tell us, tell us what your thoughts are there. Yeah. Well, obviously that was a little while ago, but, um, yeah, coming straight out of uni and not really having done much placement, we did a little bit with, um, with sports science and that was more sort of, um, yeah, health, healthy populations, but coming into Hunter rehab, I was, yeah, not too sure what to expect, but the, um, the whole team here greeted me and from day dot, it was just a great environment to be a part of. Everyone was friendly and, and really encouraging of, um, of the EP profession and me as a, as a student and really trying to, yeah, help me grow and, and give me as much information as possible. So it was, yeah, it was a little bit daunting coming into, um, coming into an EP practice when I was, yeah, like I said, just still at uni and still quite fresh. It was, it was a little bit scary, but um, yeah, the environment that was here at, at Hunter Rehab was really supportive and really made that, um, that change from uni into the, uh, into a workplace really quite, quite easy and quite comfortable yeah 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 like you said obviously that was quite some time ago now and yeah tell us about that transition then you obviously finished your placement with us you've graduated and then straight into the workforce what did what did that first six months look like for you uh, as a new graduate exercise physiologist 
So for that first six months, so I, I managed to uh, find a job that was a uh, that that was down the coast. So it was about uh, 60, 45 to sixty minutes away from my house. So as soon as I saw that job pop up, there wasn't too much around Newcastle at the time. So I I jumped on that and and started making the commute. Uh, down the coast to a, to an EP clinic and it was just while I really really enjoyed it it was just the the commute was quite um quite draining and and took a big impact on sort of some other things that I like to enjoy sort of outside of work like my um mountain bike riding and and, and rugby and things like that so it was yeah it was impacting those other aspects while I really enjoyed the the, the time that I was there it was yeah impacting some other aspects of my life a, um a job a part-time job uh, pop-up at a physio clinic. Um, a physio clinic was looking for um, EP and it was quite close to my house. So I, yeah, interviewed for that and, and got the job and, and started working for a uh, physio business. So they did have they did have another EP there who was um, a little bit more experienced than myself, which I saw as a good good opportunity to have someone to, uh, to learn off. Um, but of course it was, yeah, it was a physio uh, dominant clinic. Um, so it was a bit of a change from, um, from an EP clinic. Yeah. Awesome. Great to get a bit of an insight into that, mate. Uh, so then obviously you've come across to Hunter Rehab and Health and joined the awesome team here, mate. And uh, you've been here for, uh, how long have you been here for now, mate? What's, what's the, uh, the so, um so I've now been here for two years and one month, I think it is. So, yeah, yeah been been here for a while now. Yeah. So obviously not um, not super smooth smooth sailing the whole time um, throughout your career here. And and tell us about sort of the challenges that you first came across here and the challenges as a as a younger EP in the industry. Yeah, definitely, definitely came across um, across a lot of challenges. It was it was it was quite different transitioning from a yeah physio business to a to an all EP business. There was just some processes and things like that that were um, that were different in terms of uh, report writing and um, the workers' comp um, processes and then the process of processes of the business itself. Um, so that took a took a little bit of adjusting and it was yeah it was quite uh, overwhelming coming here at first just with the yeah with the systems and, and processes that we have here at Hunter Rehab in terms of when reports are required and and sort of how much we do as a as an EP here so that was quite quite challenging uh, and I, I found to start with that I was yeah spreading myself a, a little bit too thin trying to learn all these new things and and that sort of yeah when you when you do that it tends to have a bit of an impact on on everything so it was yeah it was it was quite challenging and then Obviously, that sort of translates through to, um, yeah, having some difficulties with uh, maintaining um, clients and things like that. So it was quite challenging to begin with. But um, with the team here at Hunter Rehab and the the support that I've had, I really really have grown over the past two years, and and now I'm absolutely flying as an EP and and really enjoying it. Yeah, no, great, great to hear, mate. I want to dive just a little bit deeper into that one, so. 
Um, I hope you don't mind me sharing, but one of those key challenges was that that cancellation percentage. And we do talk about the cancellation percentage quite a lot here on the podcast. And, and we do like to explain how it is. It is a good reflection of how you are traveling as an exercise physiologist. If, you're, if your patients are turning up, it's showing that you're providing value. And if they're turning up, uh, it's a good chance they're achieving outcomes and achieving their results. So that's what we really want to focus on reducing those cancels. So uh, definitely, you're definitely in the uh, the mid to low 20 percent uh, for, for quite some time and I'm super super proud and super super keen to see your growth in this area because uh, what last week was zero percent um, and you've had several zero yeah, percent weeks which is absolutely amazing and now it's yeah very 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 low percent the, the best cancellation percentage I've seen in um, yeah a very very long time so absolute amazing growth what's what do you think were the the key contributors or the the key habits that got you from yeah a quarter of your clients cancelling down to down to none so yeah um i've really had to work on um a lot of aspects of uh, my consults and how i was communicating with with clients uh communication was probably the um the biggest point there but really just breaking down a individual consults and how I was going about them and then really focusing on on key areas one at a time until I could then finally piece everything together so um, I guess just as, as an example there I with my communication what I would do after work is I would go home and I would uh, video video myself uh, explaining different conditions and explaining things to two clients but just to the video camera and, and playing it back it's it's not the nicest thing to do but it really helped me spot the the little flaws and things that I was noticing within myself that obviously that was coming off to the clients and then making sure I could yeah fix those for the for the better and and re-videoing and then going yep I think that's really good I think I got across the the point that I was trying to make there and that was one example of something that I did that really um, translated to the consults and I started being a lot more confident with what I was saying, saying things a lot more fluently and then, yeah, getting a lot back from the, from the clients. They were, they knew what was happening. They knew what their condition was. They knew that they were on track and, and all that sort of, um, and all that information was getting um, across to them in a, in effective and concise manner. That's awesome, mate. I absolutely love that. And that is definitely going the extra mile. And it's something that all young EPs can learn out there. There's there's so many key actions, but I think if there's one piece of gold they're going to get from that, it's exactly what you said there, going home and filming yourself and watching it back because uh, we are our own critic. If, we, if you watch yourself back on video, then you'll see what's wrong with it. You'll see if it's if it's uh, your nonverbal cues. You'll see if it's if if it's uh, your verbal cues, your confidence. You'll see what the issue is, and you'll address it. But um, self reflections are a funny thing. A lot of people like to avoid it. They 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 watch themselves on video and, and they get extremely embarrassed and say, "Oh, I don't sound like that, do I?" And um, unfortunately. Yeah, yes, you do. You do sound like that. And that's, that's, that's your communication. So it's important to work on it, understand it and work on it. So I think that's um, absolutely amazing that you're able to do that, mate. And I think, um, yeah, what, what has that meant for you now that um, how your weeks are structured and, and I guess how you feel in, in the clinic compared to how you felt 18 months ago? Yeah, definitely. So I think um, what I touched on there with confidence, I was, uh, yeah, I wasn't too confident as an EP just because I was quite new to the profession and 
was still learning a, a lot and I'm still learning now, but it was just a matter of, yeah, making sure I was sort of backing myself and being confident and sounding confident um, because the clients, if they, if they think that you're not confident in what you're saying and, and you have the knowledge and ability to yeah, articulate what you're trying to get across, then, then that confidence in you as a practitioner wavers with the client and, and then they don't turn up for their next appointment. So I think that building, building confidence was probably one of my um, biggest components to, to really making sure that I'm yeah, retaining my clients and keeping that cancellation percentage low and, and just getting good outcomes. Um, people are, are coming to see me more often because they are getting good outcomes and, and working towards their goals and achieving those goals. And um, so, yeah, I think that was probably um, yeah, one of the things that's really changed my my week, and and now I'm yeah, chock a block every week, and um, really really busy. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. Really really good to hear. And I think anyone listening to this episode here, you should listen back to it twice, three times, four times if if needed, because we've got someone here on the podcast who has the results on the board. This person has zero cancels in a week. Like I, I would like to speak to with anyone out there who, who is similar, but I don't know anyone who's having zero cancels in a week and he's giving you the gold and, and the strategies to help uh, achieve that. So, and, and obviously get the amazing outcomes with the clients. So before we wrap up, Sammy, um, final advice for, for any new grads out there listening, they might be in their first year of practice. They might be graduating at the end of this year. There's uh, so much advice for them, but if you could, yeah, provide yeah, a few uh, bits of bits of advice for them, that would be absolutely amazing. Yeah, definitely. So, I think the biggest thing for me was um, finding a for me finding Hunter Rehab was the um, was the best thing I ever did because we've got so many good mentors here and they really helped me to um, progress and progress and learn. Um, but if you're not necessarily in a position where you um, you have a mentor like that, I would be thinking the best thing I would suggest would be self-reflection, like I mentioned, um, videoing yourself, doing the uncomfortable things, doing a bit of work outside of your regular hours to try and learn and make yourself um, make yourself better. And the best way to do that as well is to set yourself little goals um, as well as big goals. So where would you like to be at the end of the year in terms of your profession and things like that? So I think, yes, the main point, the main points there are if you can find yourself a mentor, um, make sure you're setting goals and make sure you're self-reflecting and, and saying, do I really know this topic or whatever it might be, or do I need to do some work in this area and, and really be honest with yourself and, and focus on those areas that you need to improve on. Excellent. Absolutely amazing advice. And like I said, I think we should get these listeners to listen to this several times just to uh, make sure that hits home. But uh, that's all we've got time for today, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Sammy, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. No, definitely. Thanks for having me. And hopefully I can jump on another episode soon. Oh, I think you'll be more than welcome back, mate. I think this will be a, a very popular episode. So you'll be, uh, you'll be in high demand, I think. So yeah, thank you very much for your time, mate. I'll see you, see you in the clinic tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Yeah. See All you right. then, Ryan. Thanks. Bye for now. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the EP Growth Podcast. I would be forever grateful if you left a review subscribe to our channel and also share this podcast with any of your friends.
so we could ultimately grow this profession together. If you'd like any further information, please check us out on hunterrehab.com.au. Bye for now.